Welcome to Authentic Human with Michelle Vickers, where we explore creation, existence, and evolution alongside some of the most fascinating universal beings in existence, all so that you can restore your full human potential. Welcome back. And as you may have noticed, we changed the name of the podcast again. And, you know, I will say that it could happen another 10 times and it doesn't really matter. It's more about finding a name that fits and uh, really, (laughs) you know, uh, as we evolve as as human beings, we're constantly going to outgrow different, different things, different people, different experiences, different labels. And, you know, this, that's what this podcast is all about evolving beyond your current experience into more of your potential and so you know ultimately that's why we're we're changing the name to authentic human and you know ultimately i really i really loved the definition of authentic when i when i looked it up and it says of undisputed origin and it also means genuine and you know I just felt like that's such a reflection of where we are on this planet right now as as human beings, you know, there's, there's those that are really willing to see who they are and those who are scared and those who are constantly learning, you know, and, and, and that's where I am. I'm, I'm constantly learning how to see more and how to discover more. You know, I have these gifts and it's, it's pretty cool. It's incredible to be able to, you know, see inside of someone and see where what's not connecting. But the reason that I can do it so well and so quickly and so easily is because I learned how my gifts work. You know, I I discovered them and, you know, I had some shocking experiences that, that woke me up that, you know, put these gifts in the forefront of my awareness so that I had, I could do nothing but look at them. You know, and then I chose to to see them. You know, I chose to explore them and to understand and you know and and to be able to communicate with universal beings. It's it's one of the most incredible feelings in the world. And the reason it's so incredible for me is because I know when I'm talking to a universal being, there is no miscommunication. There's no, oh, this is what I said, but you didn't really get it. Because when we communicate on a universal level, we're communicating through energy. And energy is stronger than words, always. And I think, you know, that's one of the the misconceptions of human beings, you know, that we think, oh, I said that clearly, you know, or that person didn't understand what I was trying to tell them. I can tell you from personal experience you know, I've had such a hard time even trying to tell people who I am and what I can do and, and just being comfortable being myself because it takes years and years and years to overcome the conditioning that, you know, we've been, that's been put upon us um, to help us forget who we are. And, you know, my goal is that every single day, another revelation hits you and it's not you know it doesn't hit you because someone says something and tells you this is the revelation 
It hits you because you become more aware of who you are as a human being. And, you know, that's what this show is about, is bringing more awareness to you about yourself, you know, and, and about what's, what is your, not only like what you're capable of and what your potential is, but, you know, what is your secret stuff that makes you unique? You know, when, when I first started becoming aware of energy, you know, I mean, I was born this way and I, you know, I had my whole childhood. I was aware I had all these beings and I would talk to them all the time, but my parents, you know, specifically my mom, she was very much a, oh, you have such a great imagination, Michelle. So by the time I was 13, I had completely forgotten everything about all of these beings because I had been told and trained to put it off as imagination. So what does that look like? How does that, you know, how does that happen and how does it feel? Well, you know, growing up as a teenager and I remember I, I got in a lot of trouble. I, I, and I got in a lot of trouble. I wasn't a bad kid, but I did things that were inappropriate because I was consistently looking for connections. And, you know, I got myself in a lot of trouble in the sense that the things I was doing were not a reflection of, of self-worth. They were not a reflection of me respecting myself. I was letting people do things to me. I was letting people treat, people treat me poorly. I was also letting people take advantage of me because I didn't know how to say no, but you don't know how to say no unless you know that it's wrong in the first place. And I think that's the bigger picture. And that's what they're showing me right now is that, you know, the bigger picture for our society in this moment right now, and what's really going on is that you can't see truth unless you're recognizing that something is wrong. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you look at the way the planet is right now and humanity, we're, we're quite divided, you know, and, and you can see it's two very clear realities that are unfolding, you know, and there's no, there, there is no other realities. Either there's the reality of seeing truth or the reality of working really hard to not want to see the truth. And I'm going to be really clear with you here. You know, the people who don't want to see the truth, who are fighting to not see it, it isn't because they're stupid, okay? And this is really important because I see a lot of people judging each other and there's a lot of derogatory remarks, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of resentment. But they're not willing to see it because they have inklings and the moment that they allow that truth to come in, it means they're going to have to question their entire life. Okay. And I, I want you to let that sink in for a minute because when you have to question your entire life, it means you have to question every single relationship you have ever had since the moment you were born. And I can tell you from personal ex experience, you know, going through the last 
15 years of, of my spiritual awakening, for lack of a better term. You know, my remembering who I am is more what I like to, to, to say it as, because that's what it is, is remembering who we are. It's, you know, and, and ultimately, I've had to look at all the pieces of me that I picked up, that I, you know, was influenced by another human being in my life. But it was also about taking responsibility to recognize my role, you know, and that's the other side is, and it's big, you know, in order to heal, right, in order to allow yourself to come back to a place of balance, because that's what healing is. Healing is restoring balance. And in order to restore balance, you need to be able to look at where the dynamic came from, but also the role that you're choosing to, to carry that dynamic with you forward. And that's the piece. That's the one key piece that most people miss. So they look at, this is where I got it from. This is why this is the dynamic. It was my mother. It was my father. And, you know, it was this person. And this is what they did. And they taught me to, to not believe in myself or to shame myself or to not like this dynamic or to, you know, be uncomfortable here. And then they expect it to go away. And it doesn't work that way. Okay. Healing in order for true healing to occur, right? So that you come back into balance with yourself as a authentic human being, you need to be able to look at what you're doing to perpetuate what they gave you. How does that look? That's the uncomfortable part because you can't blame anybody else. You have to be able to look inside, see the things that make you literally want to take your skin off, hide with shame. And it's not that you're supposed to go in and hold the shame and go, oh my gosh, because that's not helpful either, okay? It's about being able to look at the dynamics, see how you're doing it and what you're still doing so that you can free yourself. And that's the biggest key to healing. No one can do it for you. If you're waiting for someone to heal you, to fix you, to save you, I'm here to tell you right now, it's never, ever, ever going to happen. Healing is about allowing yourself to go in deep, recognize your potential by recognizing what doesn't fit, what no longer is a part of who you want to be going forward. Why do most people not get that? Because they don't have a clear vision of the person they want to become. Okay? So how do I do it? You know, I consistently am, I'm inspired by the universal beings that I meet, the universal beings that I connect with, and their way of clearly communicating everything. They have no resentment. They have no judgment. I'm going to say that again, they have no judgment. And that is super important because if you're going to, for me, it's super important, but if you're going to 
work towards becoming someone. And you can pick a human that you, you know, you really love and you admire. But you also have to remember that your job is going to be to notice the things about that human that yes, you want to be that you want to emulate that. But there's parts that maybe not so much. And that's okay. Because it's not a judgment. It is an awareness of who you want to be. And you're very clear on who you don't want to be. What I, uh, you know, what I think, well, what I feel it a lot of people get caught up, they're showing me a lot of people get caught up in the, the mental details, and they forget to feel, you know, you forget to feel what makes you happy, you know, you forget to feel what inspires you. But even more importantly, you know, you forget who you are as a human being, you forget that, that potential that you were created with. And in order to tap into that, you have to de-layer all the pieces that block your ability to believe that you have these, these great gifts, you have this greatness underneath the layering. If you don't believe that, then you're never actually going to find your awesome. So that's the place to start is recognizing the awesome is there. You just have to find it. And now it's like a treasure hunt. And that's how, for me, that's how I feel about my journey is that, you know, every time there's a challenge, every time there's an experience that, you know, comes up and, and it makes me question who I am. It makes me question why I'm doing something, or it makes me question my life. You know, those are the big moments that define who we're going to become, right? Because if you start to, you know, focus on, I don't like this, or I don't like this about my life, or I don't like my life at all, to the point where, you know, you're questioning whether you want to be here in this life or not, right? Because I've questioned that so many times, uh, especially in the first eight or nine years of my journey, it was really tricky to dig so deep and to see all the things about myself that were, in my opinion, pretty crummy, pretty crappy, you know, and, and the parts of me that just never really, they just never really evolved. They were just dead. They were flat and, and they made me feel horrible about myself, you know, but as I evolved, as I kept going, you know, there would be days and there would be moments where, yes, absolutely, you know, I was... I was coming up with visuals and, and, and brainstorming ways to, to make sure that I wasn't going to be here tomorrow, you know, and I spent days like that. But what happened is that in my heart, I knew for me, that was that, how do I explain it? I, I had an exit plan. I had that possibility and it kept me aware that the possibility was there. But inside, I also knew that being here was more important than leaving. Because if I left, I would never get the opportunity to actually discover my potential. I wouldn't get to live a life where I could actually feel what living a full soul potential life actually feels like. 
And for me, that was just, it was just, no, I couldn't do it. You know, I, I had, even though it was so hard, even though it seemed so incredibly elusive, I couldn't give up. I couldn't walk away from the possibility and the potential that by learning who I am, I knew that I could become more, you know, at that time, it wasn't, you know, there was, it was always about helping people because I knew right from the beginning, once I discovered my gift, I was like, ah, and people kept telling me, oh my gosh, I want to talk to my soul. I want to talk to my soul all the time. So I knew that I could help people, but I also knew that I needed to help myself. I needed to help myself really like myself better. You know, I needed to cultivate some respect for myself. Well, what did that mean? I had to get rid of all the parts of my personality, of my day-to-day interactions that didn't respect myself. And in learning how to do that, I learned a really cool thing. I learned the dynamic of how energy works, how, you know, universal abundance works. This is so far beyond the law of attraction and, you know, think about what you want and then it'll just manifest. Absolutely. We're manifestors because we're universal beings. We work with energy. But if you want to deeply connect with the flow of universal abundance, that's a whole other level. And how do you get there? By recognizing that you need to first embody an energy in order to share it. Just understand that you need to first embody an energy before you can share it. Okay. So when you think right now about yourself, how much do you love yourself? Okay. And I'm not talking, you know, superficial. Oh yeah, I'm so kind. I'm so generous. No. How do you feel about yourself? You know, the person that you go to bed with at the end of the night in the sense of you have to live with yourself. You know, you have to live with the choices that you've made, the person that you've been. How do you feel? Does it feel good? Because the level of love and respect that you have for yourself is the exact same level that you're offering the other human beings in your life pretty cool, right? But it's also pretty fascinating because that was my driving force to keep going. I wanted to be better at loving myself because I wanted to be better at loving other humans. Because my whole goal in life is to have deep connections, soul led connections. I can tell you there's not a lot of people who are leading with their soul out there in the world and wanting to connect on that level. They may say they are, but again, comes back to the energy. They're not showing up that way, you know? And so what I want you to do right now in this moment is just take a few minutes and, you know, allow yourself to become aware of someone else in your life that you have thought really shows love 
well. Okay? And now I want you to recognize and become aware of what is it that that person does that makes you feel loved? Okay? And then I also want you to understand and to look at the dynamic that that person creates around them. And is that, is, are they emanating real love or are they emanating doing things for other people so that they feel better about themselves? Okay. Because this is a really big it's a huge dynamic and it goes across the planet. You know, it's, it's that people pleaser dynamic. And what happens with people pleasers is we, you know, I, I was a people pleaser and that's how I got into all that trouble, especially in my, my late teens and twenties. You know, I was a people pleaser, you know, especially with, with men. And I would let them do things that I didn't want to do because I wanted to please them to make them happy. But I wasn't making myself happy. I didn't feel good about myself. And it felt even worse when they didn't care less, they could care less, you know. And, and so at the end of the day, I want you to start to really question what you think and your beliefs about the people in your life. Because a lot of people, you know, they used to think I was a great person because I was giving, right? I did a lot of things for them. But it wasn't that I was giving, it was that I was trying to please them. Okay? So in order to recognize where that came from, I first had to, you know, you have to own that you have the issue in the first place. <laughs> and this is, you know, right at the beginning when I was talking, you know, this is the part that it's tricky. You know, it's, it's, Either you want to see the truth or you don't, right? And if you want to see it, it means you're going to have to question everything. Well, if I am willing to, you know, look at that dynamic, that truth, that holy crow, maybe my mother didn't really love me. She wanted the best for me. And she had that superficial love that many people have but there wasn't a deep respect for who I was. It was more of a, she wanted to please people and make sure that, you know, doing the, the things that we all do, right? Like, you know, having the kids, having the career, having it all. And at the end of the day, you know, it made her really sick. You know, my mom had cancer four times, which is basically why I started studying healing and the body and what causes cancer and that's a whole other podcast but you know it for her it was it was um anger and resentment and you know it holds right that that's what cancer is is cancer is anger it's resentment that we hold that we're not willing to to look at the truth and we're not willing to see that that anger is actually affecting us down to a cellular level. And, you know, a, a lot of people will say, oh, it's genetic. Well, of course it's genetic because it's hereditary because, because you're taught to be who you are 
by your family predominantly for the most part right unless you're um you know adopted or and and even still it's still a hereditary experience which is funny because people always say to me i'm adopted but still i'm having the same experiences um ding 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 right because that's how energy works energy follows the flow and then there's other people who you know, we'll say, oh, I'm adopted, and, but I, and I never had that same experience because I'm adopted. So they're very clear on the fact that there's a separation. So again, you know, I want you to start to look at the people around you, the people that are in your life. And it doesn't have to be someone you talk to every day, okay? It doesn't have to at all. But I want you to start to look at what love looks like, okay? And we're, it's going to be interesting because, you know, we're going to, we're going to go deeper and deeper and deeper into all these dynamics, but you first have to really start to recognize how your brain works and how you want it to work. Okay. So love isn't do something for me and I'll love you forever. That's not love. You know, it, love isn't, um, you know me so well, you just get me and you know, you complete me. That's not love. Love is a deep recognition of another human being and your ability to allow them to be who you, who they are without you needing to change them in any way, but having no expectations of who they be. It's a compassion and respect all combined into one with a whole bunch of universal energy added. So if you've read my book, Believe, you'll, you'll know. If you haven't, it's a great book to read if you're interested in discovering what human potential is and what's inside of you. You know, every single being has in this universe that was created in this universe has a piece of the energy of the creator inside of them. Why? so that we can recognize each other. That's how we communicate through that energy. Okay. Whenever I communicate with a being who's not from this energy or from this universe, rather it's instantaneously glaringly, you know, clear because they are missing that piece. They're missing that vibration. And you know, that vibration of love, it's, it's, we're here, you know, we hear you. We can, you have to remember that if every single one of us has that vibration inside of us, it's got to be there for a reason, right? Like for me, when, when the universe says every being has this in them, instantaneously my brain is like, okay, why? What does that mean? Like, why would we have that? Well, for one, because we understand that love unites us. Love unites us. And in this moment, and I, and they're, they're sharing it right now. It's really, really cool because I've never seen it this way. Um, but love unites us in a way that the darker energies that don't have that vibration of love will never reach. It's super important to understand that, especially right now, because there is a lot of darkness in this, in this world that we're living in. And I remember when the, this whole uh, pandemic first started. And I was, I was, I was concerned. I didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I said, and I knew, I mean, by through communicating, I knew that the virus 
um, wasn't, it wasn't, um, how do I explain it? It wasn't um, natural. It was definitely, you know, they said it's not from here. So it's, it's not natural. It is um, not, uh, it's, I want to say it's human made, but it's not human made because those beings are not human. So it's not natural, um, but it's very real. And, and it's super, it's clearly, you know, very much affecting us, but it's the fact that this has been planned for hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, this goes back to planning. There's so much in that. And it goes back to planning the dynamics of creating mind control. And, um, that, how do you do that? Well, two ways you create religion and you create science religion is designed to um, tell, not encourage, to tell everyone that they have to go outside of themselves to another being to get answers, to get the truth. Right there, you've taught everyone to no longer trust themselves. Then you create science, which is all based on proof. So now, no matter what you say, think, or do, you have to prove it to another human being. And when they showed me both of those dynamics, it kind of blew my mind because if you look at the society that we live in today, every single aspect of our society is based on those two things. That's it. And so all they had to do was corrupt humanity by using those two things, the education system, the financial system, the government system, the, the healthcare systems. Every single thing is based on those two dynamics. And that's why they all have to crumble. Every single one. Because when you, as a, as a universal being, as a human being, as an authentic human who was created in this universe, okay? When you are whole, you always know where to get any information at any moment because you connect with the being, the animal, the experience, and instantaneously have full awareness of the entire experience. You don't have to sit and read books. You don't have to do experiments on human beings or animals. You literally can look inside of a human, see where the disconnection is, and eradicate it in one way or another. That's, again, we can get into all that in upcoming podcasts. But right now, it's about painting a bigger picture so that you understand that in order for you to really feel into who you are as a human being, you first have to look at who you are not. And that's why this week, as you're going through your days, I want you to start to really notice. And we'll start with love because, you know, love is, is a big deal right? A lot of people misuse it. A lot of people misunderstand it, but love is the energy of connection. Okay. It's a It's what allows us to learn. It's what allows us to feel deeply, to know, and to recognize another human being instantaneously. You know, gosh, I remember when I, this was like, gosh, 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago. And, um, I would meet, you know, uh, I would, I would go on a date and I would meet this person and I was having, ex I was having a relationship with their soul. So 
in my experience, I was like, oh, this person's so awesome. They're so dynamic. They're amazing. And, you know, I was so deeply connected. And then the, the physical person was like, either overwhelmed, <laughs> rightly so, or not interested because they weren't saying the things that I was feeling coming from them. So they were either guarded or, you know, they were very uh, limiting in what they would say, or they would say something completely different than the energy they were sending out, you know, and, and I went through a lot of years of turmoil because of that. So, you know, these are the experiences that that now I just don't date at all because <laughs> it was too, I, I went from, you know, not respecting myself to then having these deep soul relationships with a physical flat mental person. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, just stop, just leave it alone, which is kind of funny. But what I, I want you to understand and why I'm sharing my story with you is because this is how we were created to be. And I do, I believe in my heart now that the right person who is connected, who is, you know, in search of him, his, his self as deeply as I am, he'll show up when, when he's ready and when I'm ready. But right now I got things to do. I got to do this podcast, you know, and I have a, a new course coming out in a couple of weeks to, to help everybody, you know, get into that place where you can start to heal those dynamics from, from your childhood and, and, and it's really help you understand how they were created and why everything went wrong, which is another really cool experience. But I'm going to do a couple master free master classes coming up. So even if you don't take the course, you're going to still get so much information from what's coming up. But this week, um, really, you know, let yourself start to look for love and see what your ideas of love are. And I want you to start to see if you can feel into how things are making you feel and how you're making someone else feel specifically in relation to love. Okay. The, uh, the first time I ever met a being that wasn't from this universe, um, I, instantly I was like, and I'm in connection and I'm, I was actually channeling um, for someone else's project at the time. And it was a big project. It was about a year and a half of exploring the universe every single day. It was just eight to 10 hours a day. And then I was still doing it when I wasn't physically in the, in the place. And, you know, it was such an amazing opportunity and, and time in my life because I learned so much about the universe. I learned so much about how it works by these beings who were sharing all of this information. You know, if you take this out of a human and you put this in, you're going to create more balance, you know, over and over and over again. I also learned about what happens when a human believes they're done evolving, <clears throat> which is really funny because the reality is we're never done. And the moment that you believe you're done, it's not that you're done, it's that you're done trying. And, you know, that's never, it's your choice. It's, it's always your choice. But it's, it's not, there is no, there's no finish line, you know, leaving this world is, is the finish line. You know, we have opportunities every single day to learn more, to be more, to experience more. And, and that's, 
that's what what keeps us going but you know going back to these beings so it was really interesting because the first time I met beings from outside the universe I was like oh this feels really weird like what is it and it was like I could fully communicate with them but I couldn't they had no depth they had no gosh I feel I can you know bring all the experiences back and and then there was this one and he was horrible and and ultimately when I say horrible it's just there's such a sinister intention you know and and I remember recognizing and learning about myself through that because I also learned how love is more powerful than anything as sinister as absolutely possible because we have something that the beings that are not from this universe don't have. We have the ability to stand together. You know, we have the ability to, to be who we are and to become more in every single moment, whereas they're flat. They can't become more. That's it. That's all they have to work with. And that's what makes them so frustrated and so angry. That's what makes them want to play with us because they're bored. They have nothing better to do. But what happened is they overpowered us and they affected us by, by making us go outside of ourselves, condition us to go outside of ourselves for answers and to need to prove. It's crazy, right? And then I remember thinking, holy cow. Can you imagine, like when I had this awareness, I was excited, I could see the truth. And then you also see the fullness of the impact that would mean that people have to look at themselves. You know that when you want to see the truth, you have to question everything in your life. Well, if you have to question the need to prove, then that literally means if you're a scientist, if you're in the medical profession, if you're in any of those where proof is your foundation, then you're going to have a, re it's a really tough pill to swallow, so to speak. You know, it means you're going to have to look at all of that and potentially, you know, disregard right? The value that you put on it so much, you know, we, we value education. Think about that. There's so many people out there with education and degrees that they have spent so much time, like years and years and years of their life working towards this goal that not to mention all the, the financial, I mean, it's ridiculous. So not only did they teach us that we need to prove ourselves, they also said, we're going to make it so that it's something that you strive towards. How crazy, right? But it's true. If you're driving someone to this is they need if they don't have this, they're not as valuable as someone else. But when you have this, you're more valuable. Guess what happens? You're now no longer focused on the fact that it's outrageous that you need to prove yourself. You're now completely consumed with how can I get other people to believe me? Well, I'm going to start with this degree. I'm going to start with this certificate. It's even in the spiritual world. You know, how many modalities are out there that people use? And, and consistently, it's like, because I use it because it's valuable, because someone's going to pay me to do it. The reality is, 
you know we're living in a in a timeline right now where finances are our currency right and your currency you can use that currency you don't have to feel bad about it you don't have to feel uncomfortable about it but it's when you use it so remember how I was talking about being in alignment with the universal abundance well in order to if you put all of your your if you align yourself with that you know um belief that you're not valuable unless you have all of these things then the universe can't give you abundance because you don't believe and you don't you know act like and your energy and your intention isn't ultimately allowing it to flow to you because you're saying oh no 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 it's okay I don't have that so you know I I'm not I'm exempt <laughs> from from people offering me things right and it was really as I went through learning and, the, you know, the years and years and years of I, like honest to goodness, if you, I don't even know what that is. I'm going to get my calculator out because if I sit here and I go, okay, over the last 15 years, okay, so 300 times 365, and then I would say on average, I spent um, five hours a day, okay, um, in consciously learning and studying in energy. So that's 27,375 hours, okay, of exploring the universe, learning, understanding, and recognizing who we are as human beings. You know, this is super important because if, oh, okay, the other thing I wanted you to understand about love, and, and I just missed it and they showed me again, so we're going to bring it back up. The one thing that's super important that you understand is that these beings who, um, you know, who don't have love, who don't have that energy, when you can recognize them instantaneously, that is your protection. You know, so many people have said to me over the years, how do you protect yourself? How do you protect yourself? Oh, I do this, you know, protection charm and I have these crystals and I have, you know, I sage my house or whatever it is. Here's the reality. When you sage, it's the intention behind why you sage that clears your home. When you have crystals, it's the intention behind why you have the crystals that clears your home. The reason most people have to clear over and over and over again is because their intention isn't clear down to their soul into that place where they believe who they are and they know who they are and no one else can mess with it. Because we are sovereign beings which means this universe is all, every, every being here is a sovereign being, which means you decide the experiences that you're going to have, okay? So if you look back at your life right now, look at what you've created. Look at how you feel and experience love. Does it feel right? If it doesn't feel right, you're going to have to change it. How do you change it? By looking at people that you feel emulate love. And then you start to become like them. And then it's in the moment of feeling that, that you're going to go, oh, I was right. This feels really good. Or, holy cow, I thought that person emulated love, but this doesn't feel that great. Okay, good to know. Now, this is not the place where you go, holy crap, I made a mistake. This is where you go, holy crap, I just made the best choice ever because now I learned that something that I thought for the last 25 years was so much about love isn't about love at all. These 
these are the dynamics. These are the beliefs that I'm talking about that, you know, we need to start looking at as, as human beings so that we can come back to that place where we're authentically ourselves in every single way possible. Why? Because that's how you restore an entire human race by being willing to look at yourself first. That's it. Because the moment that you're looking at you, you're projecting more purity out into the world. You're projecting a clear, more authentic version of yourself. And guess what? Someone's going to be walking around going, I want to be like her or him. I want to know what they're doing. And they start becoming you. And then they go, holy, this feels really good. I'm going to do more of this. I'm going to look at more of the things that they're doing. And I'm going to do more. That's what evolution is all about. You have to have an experience in order to gain awareness and knowledge. So it's, you know, wisdom is knowledge combined with experience. You have no wisdom if it's something you think about or read about. No, you just know a whole bunch of stuff. That's it, right? You look at the difference between a doctor who feels into the person they're with versus the doctor who uses their brain to, to clinically diagnose. Which experience are you going to have that's going to get you to a close to closer to your healing? Think back to when you were in school. You know, the teachers that you had. Let's, let's think about the one teacher that you loved the most. Why? Because they were genuinely interested in building a connection with you. Who were they? What did they offer? Think about your favorite person in the whole entire world right now. You know, who is that? Look at who they be in the world and, and allow yourself to go, what do I love about that? How does it make me feel? And then go, okay, so what do I need to do? Who do I need to become to make other people feel that way? And that's the chain, the pay it forward chain that we need to create right now in order to heal. And as the healing occurs, refrain from judging. Don't judge others. Don't be part of the problem that has one side pitted against the other you know if you're having a disagreement with you know a family member with you know with a, a co-worker remember that they're looking at their stuff too maybe they are maybe they're not but it's not your job to tell them and if you're looking at your stuff there's a greater chance that you're going to impact them to look at their stuff why? Not because you're telling them, I'm looking at my stuff. You got to go look at your stuff. That's going to go over well. But it's because when they come at you and they say something, you're able to say, you know what? I don't actually feel that way. I feel like it's going to be okay or whatever it is. Okay. So this week, as you're going through your, your own life, look for the love, look where you can be more of it. You know, I've just spent probably the most challenging three months of my life. It's been a, a very interesting eight or nine months. Um, but the last three months have been really deeply going into seeing the things about myself that 
are not who I want to take with me going forward. But also recognizing that this is the, the person that I want to be, getting a really clear vision of that person, and then looking at what I need to eradicate now, but also what I need to do to step up to be that person that I, I want to be, you know, and, and it's, it's hard work, but it's also invigorating. Um, my body took a little bit of a, a hit and it's, it's, I have some physical challenges, but physical challenges in the way that they've made me slow down. They've made me, you know, not be so busy. And as much as our brains are like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. The universe is giving me exactly what I need. My soul is giving me what I need. My body is giving me exactly what I need. And it's being able to trust that dynamic because the universe is giving me what I need to get to that other side, to reach that goal that I have for myself. So as you're going through your day and as you're going through the next week, you know, look for, look for the love right now. Look for that feeling that, makes you feel important, makes you feel special. And I want you to go deeper. I want you to make sure that it's not a superficial feeling, that someone isn't trying to please you and that you're not trying to please someone else. Okay. Genuine love is, is hard to come by and it's very, very rare. But the great thing is it's becoming more and more abundant. Why? Because there's an abundance of people who are working on becoming genuine authentic love so that's a wrap for today thanks so much you guys i am so great to be back here with you and enjoying this journey if you um, are looking for more episodes of the podcast you can uh, visit my website at michellevickers.com and click on the links there or you can download them uh, on any of your favorite podcast apps so thank you so much i look forward to seeing you next time bye now <laughs>